When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Big Fish Small Pod. I'm A.T. Werdahl, and today we're looking back at last night's matchup between Jesus Luzardo and Eric Fetty as the Marlins face the Nationals in the middle game of their series in Washington. Ahead of today's closing game of the series at Nationals Park, featuring a matchup between Trevor Rogers and Josh Rogers, who I'll tell you has some interesting numbers. But first, last night, Hayes Luzardo against Eric Fetty. Uh, interesting pitching matchup. You have like a super talented Hayes Luzardo, who's just like has dominant stuff, and then. Eric Fetty, who has a lot of stuff. Um, truly, he, like, pitched like a cardinal. Uh, I, I, I'll get, I guess dissect that in a little bit, what I mean about that. But Eric Fetty, last time he faced the Marlins, he struck out 10. Uh, last night, he struck out 8. Uh, and about 5 innings of work. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't like saying it either. But uh, really... The story of the game was pretty straightforward. Jesus Luzardo, um, he was like, <sighs> it's tough to talk about. Like he was there. Um, where he got into trouble early was pretty straightforward. Like Ryan Zimmerman took him deep in the first time through the order. And it made like all the sense in the world that like Ryan Zimmerman, this veteran, who has seen it all, would be able to see through this developing pitcher, uh, know what's coming, and then really put a blast on it, um, have an impact swing. That was the damage the first time through, a solo home run by Ryan Zimmerman. Uh, the Marlins didn't really do much the first time through the order. Uh, Leo Diaz had a promising foul ball. Um, some kind of ugly swings and misses that Eric Fetty's curveball was really working on these Marlins hitters. And like Jesus Sanchez was taking big swings, but missing. It wasn't until the second time through the order 
that the Marlins got on the board with a Lewin Diaz solo home run. He seemed to get like a good read on a pitch, a good swing on a pitch, and proved his impact bat. It's tough to like look at this Marlins team as like one consolidated team at this point. To me, when I'm like watching, I you're looking at like Jesus Sanchez, Lewin Diaz, two like players who entered 2021 in AAA. They they started out in the minor leagues. Their season wasn't built around trying to make it to the playoffs that year. They had this other goal first. They had to break into the major leagues. So they were on like a distinctly different path from like Miguel Rojas. Despite the fact that they did debut in 2020, they still had to break out of that like shell of the like the egg that is the minor leagues. You know, like pecking like their their Marlins bill through the egg. I'm realizing that fish do actually like lay eggs, and Marlins are no exceptions. But the last week, Jesus Sanchez and Lewin Diaz, who have broken through that shell, have really cemented themselves with some just impact swings, that they are just like, still like above that line. Out of the egg. In this one, Lewin Diaz had a second home run. Uh, totally at that point though, it was a game not quite within reach, and he did provide basically the entire offense for the team. Well, the second time through, the Nationals started to, like, get to Luzardo. Juan Soto had an RBI uh, making the game 2-1 to one at the time, I think, like, around the fifth inning. The Nationals had scored a run because of Ryan Zimmerman, this, like, uber-veteran, uh, this, like, organizational, like, identity guy going back to, like, 2005, he caused some damage, and then Juan Soto had his impact, and that was it until the third time through the order where Jesus Luzardo gave up a couple of more runs, four to one in favor of the Nationals, and the Marlins weren't able to come back. Um, Again, the offense was limited just to those Lewin Diaz home runs. And Eric Fetty kept the Marlins off balance. To me, what I saw with him, why I saw him as like a like a Cardinals type pitcher, he showed like a developed arsenal. He pitched with like five pitches, a couple of different approaches with the fastball even. And not really overwhelming stuff. He was regularly sitting like low 90s, high 80s, around where like the Cardinals of today are, but he showed good pitch sequencing. He was able to, I mean, at least like the confidence he had, he knew he could get these Marlins hitters out. So he was able to approach them like that. Also approach them with like literally what has worked in the past. Um, some players just don't have that benefit in the major leagues of like doing what's worked in the past because they just haven't had a chance to succeed at all. But Eric Fetty mixed some pitches against a Marlins lineup that is, like, it was lacking a vet like a Ryan Zimmerman, someone that, like, has seen it all, that can then communicate with your team what they saw. And they're lacking that, like, superstar Juan Soto hitter. So Miguel Rojas having the night off, uh, for instance, as far as, like, veterancy on the Marlins goes, is significant as far as like winning games. 
In the game last night, there were plenty of swings that showed promise from plenty of players in the Marlins lineup. There's, like, absolutely reason to believe that these are guys that could put it together, especially over an offseason going into 2022. But for now, they're still getting their first look at some things. Without that, like, precedent of doing what worked before, there's no adjustment to be made yet. It's uh, like a, a prove-it time. Pair that with a talented pitching staff, like Jesus Lazardo is still like that guy. He was able to go through two times through the lineup, only got hurt really by like the guys that you think are exceptional on that Nationals roster. The Washington Nationals offense clearly is thinner after the trade deadline. They don't have as many bats but like the foundation that like knowledge is there that exemplary hitter is there they have some key positions in place at the plate to rebuild around to rebuild with despite their position in fifth place in the national league east behind miami it definitely feels like their offense is in the strike zone not that Jesus Luzardo seemed to be at his absolute best. Um, no swings and misses on the curveball. Definitely sets off an alarm. Not like an alarm so much as be scared going forward. Uh, an alarm so much as like, hey, this guy might be a little inconsistent. It is like the end of the year, so fatigue and exhaustion. <laughs> Both of those like separately mount up especially with like trades and like some bad days and some needed adjustments and it's september and the baseball hasn't necessarily been going well exactly so there's a lot on the plate and a whole off season to really chew it and grow ahead of a 2022 where again it looks like not a single national league east team will be anything close to a, a laughing stock. Anyways, uh, checking quickly in on the minors, Monte Harrison had a pretty good game for Jacksonville. Got a hit, stole two bases. Really looking at that box score, it's totally like warped from earlier in the year with so many promotions. Monte Harrison and some catchers, Nick Fortes, Peyton Henry seem like perhaps the most inclined to push to the majors uh, soon from an actual mile high vantage point, but no one in the starting lineup for Jacksonville has an OPS over 800. Nick Neidert got the start for Jacksonville, did not record an out, allowing, however, four runs. The Norfolk Tides beat the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. That Pensacola bot score is similarly looking warped with Cam Meisner's name at the top and leading the, t leading the team in OPS. I had a good night last night. Well, looking down the lineup, I just can't like help but imagine an offseason for JJ Bleday that's not focused on conditioning and more focused at the plate. Kyle Nicholas got the start, five walks, five strikeouts in his five innings of two-run ball. Uh, Pensacola beats the Trash Pandas. The Bloyd Snappers lost seven to two. Uh, Troy Johnston's name stuck out as a Four hit night for him, for Beloit. And Jordan Holloway had a, a rehab inning in Jupiter. 
followed by a Luis Palacios start. That was solid, but not quite enough as the Jupiter Hammerheads fell 2-1 against the Port St. Lucie Mets. Today, the Marlins will face the Nationals again. 1-0-5 is the start. Trevor Rogers against Josh Rogers. Like I said, Josh Rogers, some kind of fun numbers. Drafted in the 11th round, 333rd overall. About 36 Major League innings, like an 8 ERA overall so far in 2021. About 12 innings, a 3 earned run average. A 27-year-old lefty, Josh Rogers versus Rookie of the Year candidate, Trevor Rogers. Again, the start soon. 105 for the deciding game of this Marlins Nationals series. For the podcast, I have been Wardal. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow with another episode of Big Fish, Small Pub. Uh, Daniel Rodriguez will have you covered on today's action. And otherwise, here on the Fish Drives, we will get you covered with all things Miami Marlins. Headed in to an exciting offseason as we look forward the season is still going on and truly I want every win the Marlins can get